Welcome into the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We had some baseball last night. A scrimmage versus the Tigers. Nick Lodolo was on the mound. Didn't, didn't fare too well. But before we get into the scrimmage, um, I want to give some, give some respect to Old Dietz. Derek Dietrich, uh, he actually decided to opt out of his contract, so um, hopefully he gets to play somewhere else and and gets to continue his career because he was a good player, good memories. Uh, So uh, thanks for the memories in Cincinnati, Derek Dietrich. Uh, you know, he was. I, I wasn't too fond of him as, as, as much as most people, but, um, you know, he still gave me a bunch of good memories, so I, I loved it. I loved it. So, uh, anyway, uh, let's jump right in to the uh, conversation about yesterday's scrimmage. So, Nick Lodolo was on the mound yesterday. Didn't do too well. Um, in fact, the game ended uh, in the Reds winning 9-7. But Nick Lodolo gave up six runs in, what, I think it was like two innings or something like that, two two or three innings. So he didn't fare too well against the Tigers. You know, obviously he needs some more development. Um, I think he has some disgusting stuff. But the kid just came out of college. Um, I think that Nick Lodolo definitely has a chance to develop more. But now that I saw that... Uh, he was struggling yesterday. He definitely needs to, um, you know, uh, I've said this already twice, uh, he needs to develop, right? Uh, so, you know, he still had some nasty stuff. His location needs to get a little better with his slider. Uh, he, he threw a ton of pitches right down the middle, which, you know, in the major leagues, you're just not going to get away with that. You might, might be able to get away with it a lot more in college. But in the major leagues, you're just not going to be able to get get away with it uh, to blow a, a 94, 95 mile an hour fastball past uh, a professional player at the major leagues. Yeah, you know, I don't care what team you play for; um, it's just not going to happen. You know, uh, especially right down the middle. So, um, but you know, Nicola he struggled, uh, but I like what I saw. You know, I like I liked his movement and I liked the. The way he, uh, you know, no walks. His 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 his, um, his walk rate was um, really good last year. So uh, I'm hoping to see that a lot more uh, as uh, as he um, continues in his major league career. But at the same time, you kind of look at it and think, well, if he's throwing too many strikes. Eventually, the batters are going to catch on, catch on to that and, and know what's coming, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, so maybe he does need to throw a couple more uh, pitches out of the zone. Maybe he can get some batters to chase a little bit. Um, so uh, he, he did give up back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, home runs, so he gave those up. Um, but anyway, I, you know, overall, though, Nick Liddell, he's young. He's young. He's got a lot of development development to go through 
and we'll just have to see what he what he what he does. Um, what else we got to talk about? Um, so the offense. Well, let's talk about the offense. So the the, the the Reds obviously they got down to a what a five nothing uh, deficit. Um, uh, and Freddie Galvis stepped up there, hit a two run bomb, made it two to five, or made it two five. And then um, I think next the next inning, Nico Goodrum drove in a run or he scored a run or something like that. And made it three to or two to six. And then next inning, Barnhart hit a solo shot. And then Akiyama uh, hit a three-run home run, and not too uh, long after him, so to tie it up at six. And Akiyama's just been been great. Everything I've seen from Akiyam, from spring training, summer camp, uh, scrimmages, everything has been really good for Akiyama. Uh, great at bats, you know, a, a lot of contact. I'm really excited about him. In fact, uh, he could be one of our better hitters um, in the lineup this year. You know, we, of course, we have a ton of good hitters this year. So uh, that's that's pretty much that's that's saying something, you know. Um, so Akiyama hit a three-run shot. That was good to see. Some power coming out of his uh, bat. Um, so that made it six to six. And then in the eighth inning, uh, Suarez—I think it was Suarez, right? Yeah, Suarez hit a two-run shot uh, with Joey Votto on base, and it was an absolute moonshot. Uh, and then the second deck. And then after that, Winker hit a solo shot, which was an absolute shot as well. Uh, about third third of the ways up um, the uh, right field um, bleachers or seats or whatever. Uh, so Winker is looking pretty good too. Um, I could see him being a, uh, a, a player that really takes a step forward this year in the DH position because it's pretty much obvious that he's going to be in the DH this year uh, more than the field. He might get a couple starts here and there, but I just see Winker being the, the main DH for right-handed pitching. Uh, so, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say, you know, uh, I think Irvin, uh, Philip Irvin will be the DH for, um, for left-handed pitching. Because he, everybody knows that he he mashes uh, left-handed pitching, so I can see that happening as well. So they could be a nice uh, combo um, at the DH there. So I, I could really see that happening as well. One thing I didn't like that David Bell did um, was putting Castellanos so far back uh, in the lineup at five. I, I just didn't, you know, I just didn't like that. Castellanos hits for average. Castellanos hits for power. Castellanos hits for doubles. The guy needs to be up further in the lineup. You know that's where the better hitters belong. Um, he, he shouldn't be in the fifth spot. You know that's where Mike Mustakis should be. Mike Mustakis was uh, the four-hole hitter, which I, I just don't agree with. You know I, I just don't agree with. You know, Suarez is the has more power than Mike Mustakis, so. You could argue that Castiana should be three and um, Schwara should be four and then Mustakas should be five. But, uh, you know, I guess David Bell has a reason for that, a reason I just don't understand. But 
Uh, you gotta respect it, I guess. Um, I, I just don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. And I'm sure Castellanos isn't really comfortable in the five five spot either. Um, um, another guy I wanted to talk about was Joey Bada. Um, he just looks he looks the same, you know, as last year. Uh, of course, I've only seen a couple of bats, but from what I'm seeing. You go look back at Joey Votto's tape from his MVP years, he just doesn't look as comfortable as he did back back then, you know? Joey Votto was more upright instead of, like, Pete Rose bent over. Like, the dude is, like, he just looks uncomfortable. You know, when he swings the bat, it's like check swing, check swing, check swing. And then when he finally makes contacts, or contact, um, it's like little bloopers. It's not, it's no, there's no power. There's no pop behind his bat. It, it's kind of depressing to watch, you know, because, you know, he's Joey Votto. He's Joey Votto, right? So, I, I don't know. Joey Votto needs to figure it out. I, I think he needs to go look at some old tape or something because the, the, his stance, is just, it just looks so, it looks like he's popping a squat to take a crap, you know? I, it's just not, it just looks so uncomfortable to me. And he looks uncomfortable. He looks confused at the plate, you know. Um, I, I don't know if I'd use confused because he does walk a lot. But when he swings the bat, it just looks, it just doesn't look right. You know, it doesn't look Joey Votto-esque, if, if that makes sense. You know, so. Um, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But I think Joey Votto, he still, I think he still has a lot in the tank. But... The thing is, he just he can't figure out his old stance. I think he needs to bring back his old stance. Uh, I mean, his, between his old stance and his, and his new stance, it's a completely, um, it's a completely different thing, you know. So uh, I don't know. It, it is what it is. But um, yeah. Um, so. The MLB has decided to uh, make a trade deadline at the end of August. Um, the question is, are the Reds going to be contenders for the trade deadline? Um, and my answer is yes. They're going to be contenders, but for who? I, I say it's more than likely going to be for Francisco Lindor. Or another shortstop, maybe Trevor Story. I don't know, but if you if you're going for somebody like Trevor Story, Colorado is going to be wanting like Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green. You know, so I mean, would I do that? Would I give up Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green for Trevor Story? Uh, that's tough. That's very tough because we need a future for pitching as well. You know, um, I. For, 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 for Francisco Lindor, they're more than likely going to be looking for a replacement for shortstop, so they're probably going to be asking for Jose Garcia, maybe Nick Senzel, maybe Rossell Iglesias, with, which, by the way, Rossell Iglesias, I think the Reds need to start shopping him because he just doesn't look like the Rossell Iglesias we saw a couple years ago, uh, you know, closing out games. It just doesn't look like Rossell Iglesias. He just doesn't look like him, you know. His command is just not the same. Um, I, I, I never understood, like, when I pitched in high school, 
I could have gone to college for pitching. Um, I never understood how pitchers, professional pitchers, got as wild as they do. I, I just didn't understand it. You know, I, I always knew how to command my pitches. I knew I knew how to place my pitches in the right spot, but when you're a professional pitcher and your command is bad, it makes no sense to me. You know, I don't know if they're just up there because they can throw 98, 99 miles an hour or what. If they have a nasty, nasty slider. you got to know how to command those pitches. Right? You'd think they'd be, be able to. But, uh, you know, guys like Russell Iglesias, you know, guys like uh, uh, Nick Lodella, a professional pitcher. They, they, they can't command their pitches as much as they want to. They can throw strikes, but throwing strikes and having or commanding your pitches or, or um, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, putting, putting the pitches in the right spot is a completely different thing. You know, you can throw strikes right down the middle, but it's good, they're going to be hit. If you, you could, but, but, but if you can place the pitches... You know, uh, down and away from a right-handed batter, you know, a slider, they're 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 going to swing 50% of the time, probably more. You know, um, and and they're more than likely either going to tip it, foul it off, or uh, swing and miss. Uh, it's it's hard to um, get a hit with a slider going uh, down and away. So I just never understood. Watching professional uh, hitters or, or pitchers, I mean, um, how they couldn't command their pitches. Um, I understand, you know, you're facing professional batters, but for God's sakes, if you're throwing balls so many times, you'd think you'd, I mean, throw a damn strike, you know? It's not hard. It's not, especially as a professional pitcher, you know? So you're there for a reason. And we're paying Russell Iglesias a whole boatload of money uh, just to give up runs. We can't have that this year. We can't have it. It's a 60-game stretch. We can't be giving up runs in the in the bottom of the ninth inning. Just can't have that, you know. So, uh, but anyway, we we got to understand that if Russell Iglesias, well, David Bell's got to understand that if Russell Iglesias starts to struggle in the beginning of the year, they have to replace him right away. They got to have a guy to replace him. So that we're not giving up runs and 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 stuff late in innings, you know. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me, but um, I think the Reds need to start shopping or sell laces. Maybe we'll be able to get something really valuable out of him uh, right now. Maybe a nice prospect, top 100 prospect, because he's definitely worth that. No doubt about it. Especially if you're talking about. Uh, you know, like a team like the Minnesota Twins or something like that, you know, um, who might need a, a closer or a, a relief pitcher or something like that, you know, or the Mets or the Nationals, whoever, you know. So, uh, you know, the, the Reds really need to think about that um, going into August. Um, you know, but other than that, I, I really don't see the Reds training for anybody else but a shortstop. I think the bullpen's solid enough. The starting rotation is the top three. In my eyes, the um, the lineup is a, a top-tier lineup. And 
you know, a lot of people will probably disagree with me. But, you know, the over and under for the res this year is 31 uh, wins, you know, and I'm taking the over on that. Um, I think they'll win 35, 36 games. They could they could even win more than that. You know, they have they have the opportunity to go against the, the, the Detroit Tigers, the Pirates, and the Kansas City Royals, 20, the, 20 of the 60 games that they play. You know, I definitely think it's possible for the Reds to, to get 35, 36, 37 game, or wins. You know, uh, but the reason why I think the, the over-under is 31 is because there's a lot of players, and I'm going to name them off real quick, um, Akiyama. Uh, Nick Senzel, uh, Jesse Winker, um, you know, even like new guys like Castellanos and, and, and Moustakis, which ever, I think everybody knows they're going to produce. But the three the three main guys that I just mentioned, which are all starters, whether it's DH and, and Winker uh, or Akiyama and Senzel and left and center, you know, they're not proven players. They're not necessarily proven players. Winker... Um, in my eyes, could um, has a chance to be the best hitter on the team this year. You know, he's in the conversation with you know Suarez, uh, um, Castellanos, Joey Votto type. You know, a lot of people don't see potential in Winker, but Winker people forget Winker mashes right-handed pitch, and I think that's where he'll be at this year. Is just going against right-hander uh, right-handers. And probably not going to be facing left-handed uh, uh, pitching. You know, uh, you know it is what it is. I think Winker is is definitely, in my eyes, a top three hitter in this lineup. Um, of course, I think that he could be a number two hitter, uh, replacing Joey Votto. Uh, I think Joey Votto is still going to get on base more than what Jesse Winker is, so they they, they should keep him there. But Jesse Winker, if, if Joey Votto wasn't here, Jesse Winker would be in the two spot. There's no doubt about it. His, his on-base percentage is great. Um, you know, really elite. He's got an elite eye. Um, and then uh, moving on to, like, Sinzel and Akiyama. Sinzel is going to produce this year. Whether it's getting on base, you know, if he gets on base, he has speed. He can steal bags. His defense is great. Um... But they're really what I'm trying to say here is the over/under, which is 31. They're underestimating the Reds because there's so many there's so many unproven players on this roster, okay? And they're going to prove it this year. Akiyama has looked phenomenal. They don't know what Akiyama is going to do. You know, I'm pretty sure he was projected to hit like 270 this year. He's going to hit better than that. You know. Um, I, I really do think that. You know, he's had a great career in Japan. Great career in Japan. Not good. Great. And, uh, you know, he's hit the Japanese record for the most hits in one season. And I could see I could see him really producing this year. You know, getting on base. And, uh, you know, you saw yesterday in, the, in yesterday's scrimmage, um, he hit a three-run run bomb. Very clutch. Very, very clutch. You know? Which is a great thing. Um, so, I forget who was on base. I think it was Sinzel and I think maybe Winker. Maybe 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 it was Freddie Galvis. I'm not, anyway, 
Um, doesn't really matter who was on base. But, uh, yeah, Akiyama came coming in clutch with a three-run home run. That's what we need, you know. We need him to get on, get on base and, and drive in runs for the really good bottom of the lineup that we have. It's better than what people think. So, um, but anyway. Um, I believe that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, how many minutes are we in right now? Oh, 20 minutes. Look at that. Ending, ending at the 20 mark. Um, yeah, I believe that's all I have. But, but uh, before I go, please hit me up on Twitter, at ResNation5. That is my primary account right now until I start getting more followers. You'll follow me at Reds Podcast. That is at Reds Podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow me there. I haven't, I haven't tweeted anything there yet. I, I haven't got any followers. It's kind of embarrassing. I haven't really tried, though. So just go follow me there. And, um, and yeah, I think that's all I have. Um, be safe, guys. And, you know, a couple more days, and it's opening day. Getting excited, baby. Getting excited. Um, today, the Reds play the Tigers against again with the scrimmage. I'll be watching that, and I might have a podcast on Friday. I'll just have to see what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I will see you guys next time. See you later.